Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. What's up, everybody? Welcome in on this Thursday. I'm Michael Borky, and you're listening to The Rebel Report. Glad to see you wherever you are and however you are. A couple of things to talk about today. Got to be quick, though. I got to be quick, but a couple of things we're talking about today. First, there was a video that Lane Kiffin put out there, and he may or may not have given away something. Does it matter? Is Texas A&M going to be prepared for it? Regardless, absolutely. However, if you looked really closely at this video, something possibly very good is happening at practice this week ahead of the Texas A&M game. Then we'll talk hoops as well. Ole Miss got a, a win over New Orleans. Not a whole lot to really take away from it, but there were a couple of things that stood out that I noticed that I liked, and uh, we'll see if that carries on. Got another game coming up tomorrow. Should be, I assume, a pretty decent crowd considering home game Friday night before a home game. Uh, should be, if not a sold-out Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, an extremely close to being sold-out Vaught-Hemingway. So a bunch of you are going to be in town. And so basketball crowd should be pretty good. But either way, we'll talk about that as well. But first, this video. And if you haven't seen it, I'm sure all of you have, but if you haven't seen it, go to Twitter, go to Lane Kiffin's Twitter, and you can see it. It's uh, I think it's the last video he put out there. I'll, I'll look to make sure, tell you if you have to scroll down very much. Um, he's done some retweeting, so if you scroll down a little bit, uh, you can see the video that he put out there yesterday, which was at practice. And it's he and Matt Corral. By the way, big takeaway there, Matt Corral's at practice and actually going through practice. Apparently, if if you take Lane and his word, Corral's not been practicing uh, and didn't last week. Went through like the walkthrough Friday and had to convince Lane that he was ready to play before Lane would allow him to play. Like did not practice, didn't get the reps. Uh, in this video, Corral is helmet, shoulder pads at practice and it looks like he's moving around well. Like he, he is not ginger on uh, on that ankle. He looks pretty comfortable moving around. It's not much. He's, he's just kind of walking, but uh, he's practicing, which is a, a change of pace from last week. So that's a very good thing. Very good sign that Matt Corral is actually practicing. And so just right there, that's enough, right? I mean, that's good enough to uh, to really feel good about your team's chances because if number two is on the field and he is at least relatively healthy, if number two is on the field, that means that you've got a chance to win a game. Every game that he plays in, you have a chance to win, even without your best weapons at wide receiver. Now, will you always win? No, probably not. But if he's on the field and he's healthy, you've got a chance. I mean, he's that kind of quarterback. But when when you watch this video and you look in the background, you see a lot more than just the fact that Matt Corral is at practice. There are other people. If you look really closely at this video, there are other people that are participating in practice. The first thing that stood out to me over Matt Corral's left shoulder when the video begins is the group of wide receivers. And you can see very clearly the number 13, which is not surprising. And he did play in the game against Liberty, so you would expect Braylon Sanders to be practicing this week and getting ready to play 
against Texas A&M. That is not a surprise. But what you also see standing right next to Braylon Sanders as Kiffin and Matt Corral start walking away is number 11. Dontario Drummond is suited up, at least with what they're wearing, no pants. It's just uh, uh, helmets and, and shells, really. But at practice, you see Dontario Drummond. With the group of wide receivers, looks like he's participating in practice. Also, some people have have pointed to another guy in this video and claimed that it was Jonathan Mingo. I think they're right. I think that's who I see, but it's really hard to tell in the background. It's really hard to tell, but for whatever it's worth, at the end of the episode of the season, Jonathan Mingo said, I'll see you soon. You'll see number one soon, or fight, whatever order it was in. Anyway, he said that. He said, I'll see you soon, or you'll see number one soon, with like a little wink or whatever. Um, some people think that's him. I, I, I can't tell. I, I honestly cannot tell if uh, if that's him. However, Don Terrio Drummond and Braylon Sanders, that really looks like Mingo. Now, the more I look at this video, that really looks like him in the background. Although he does not have a helmet on. And the rest of them do. And he is not holding a helmet. And the rest of them at least are. So who knows? However, this is a really good sign. It's a really good sign for Ole Miss this weekend. I, I don't think, again, any game that number two is in, any game that he's in, Ole Miss has a chance to win. Even this one without Sanders and Drummond. However, I don't think they would this week. I don't think Ole Miss is winning this game unless they have at least two of those three wide receivers. I, I just, I think in time with another offseason to really work at being a wide receiver, I think Plumlee will end up being a valuable weapon. I think that's more next year. I think Jacor Pearson can do some nice things as a complimentary receiver, but I do not think he's WR1, if you will. Uh, Dennis Jackson flashes, but that's all he does. I, I just, especially with how Texas A&M is up front, I think Ole Miss might struggle to run the football a little bit. And I, the only way they're really going to have success to me is if they can hurt A&M through the air. And I don't think they're doing that without at least two of these guys. And sure enough, if an eight-second video at practice is telling you anything, you've got two of them that are preparing to play, that they are at practice, you know? And I, I feel stupid doing this about a, a eight second long video or nine second long video on Twitter, but they're there and they're practicing. And, and again, Sanders did play last week, so that you, you knew or you expected him to play this week anyway. But if if Drummond is back and playing, so if you have Sanders and Drummond again in this game against Texas A and M, with or without Mingo. And Matt Corral now apparently doing a little bit better. He's better because he's practicing. That's better than last week. Your chance of winning this game goes up, obviously. You know, breaking news more at 11. When you have your best players, you have a better chance at winning games. But those guys, if they are healthy enough to play, if they're healthy enough to take the majority of the snaps in this game, their impact and their ability to get open with this quarterback it can beat Texas A&M. Absolutely it can. I love Ole Miss's chances in this game if those two guys can take the majority of the snaps and play well at a high level. They may not be at 100%, but those two guys at 75%, I like Ole Miss's chances. They're, they're that impactful, 
And that's all this offense needs, uh, really. Of course, there's still questions about health on the offensive line. It sounds like they're getting healthier there, but we'll have to see. I mean, information coming out of the program is scarce. It's so scarce that I found myself analyzing a short video on Twitter to see who was practicing. But hey, you know, you guys, you guys come for content, right? And that's uh, that's what you're going to get. So yeah, that's that's all the news I have for you. I don't know if it's news or not, but Matt Corral was practicing, which is a step up from last week. Braylon Sanders was practicing, and Ontario Drummond was practicing. That's a big deal. That's a really, really, really big deal as we go into this game on Saturday. A huge game on uh, on Saturday night. I'll talk more about that tomorrow. I'll do the two questions thing and all that with you tomorrow. Um, until I uh, f- finalize and decide really what I'm going to be doing with this podcast moving forward, uh, I, I, these are going to be shorter, just full transparency. I just have so much to do during the day. Uh, as it is between live streaming and doing all the prep for the radio show, uh, the only prep for the radio show, and um, then the actual show itself, very little time. So these are going to be shorter in the meantime. We'll see. I, I, I still haven't quite figured out what we're going to do with this yet, but I appreciate you hanging on and being a part. Just know they're going to be a little bit shorter this uh, for, for the time being anyway, but still. Good news from practice. Thanks to Katy Perry, because that's what Lane Kiffin and Matt Corral were trying to do or recruit her to Oxford to be the guest picker. And in the background, you see wide receivers, two very important pieces for this team practicing today, or not today, yesterday at practice. Big, big deal for this very important football game that Ole Miss can win if they are healthy enough. So. Before we turn the page to basketball, I want to remind you this podcast is brought to you by absms.com, Advantage Business Systems. If you are in the market for office technology anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, regardless of where you are, if you are in this state and you're in the market for office technology, these are the people to get it from. Anything from copiers and printers and mail machines and uh, phones and cloud storage and data security and stuff like that. Office technology. If you're in the market for office technology, absms.com is the website. Tell them I sent you. Also, LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. It's going to be cold on Saturday, so uh, maybe not the best grilling weather, but if you're cooking with meat at all, stop by LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue. Tell Greg that I sent you. It's the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. They also have daily lunch specials. Those are Monday through Friday, but they're open seven days a week. So if you're going to brave the cold on game day, stop by LB's. And again, tell them I sent you. All right, basketball. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. To take away from a win over New Orleans. Not a whole lot to take away from a win over New Orleans. Um. 82-61 was the final. But there were a couple of things I noticed that I did like. First of all, the officiating I thought was great. They let the guys play a little bit. It was nice. Not that many fouls called in the game. It was uh, actually enjoyable to to watch. But in terms of Ole Miss, Ole Miss had five guys in double figures. Luis Rodriguez added nine. So six guys with nine points or more. 
Kermit Davis really distributed the minutes from this team for sure. You had, let's count them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys log at least 11 minutes in this game. Uh, so really spread the minutes out. There, there were some questions about the starting lineup. I do not believe that will be the long-term uh, starting lineup. I do believe Jamin Brakefield will be a starter for this team. Uh, th- that's just me. Uh, he looked the part as well in just 17 minutes. He did have 10 points. Uh, it was four of seven from the field, had a couple of, uh, of assists. Um, he looked the part. They're going to need him to play well. Uh, Nasir Brooks looks the part as well. He's the transfer from Miami, uh, big-bodied guy. What I liked about Ole Miss, two things, for, well, more than two things, but here's a couple offensively. First of all, I liked the pace. It felt like a year ago they, they just slogged through possessions. They really tried to grind games out and slow games down, and a lot of their offensive sets really were, were just kind of going through motions almost, like they were just moving the basketball to move it without a purpose. They had a lot more pace. Uh, the offense felt almost up-tempo, if you will, And Kermit Davis talked about that going into the game, that this year, you know, that's kind of what they want to be. They want to speed the pace up a little bit. They want to get out and run some and have their possessions move a little bit faster. And I noticed that. They got out in transition. They played good defense. Defense turned to offense uh, with a really good transition game. They turned turnovers into points. And transition defense was good. Again, it's all New Orleans, but still, transition D was really good, I thought. Uh, their turnovers did not turn into New Orleans baskets very often. Uh, but they, they had a really good percentage from three. They, they shot the basketball well for the game. It was 41%. And 41% is probably not sustainable for an entire season. They're going to shoot worse than that. But what I liked is the fact that they were t- – it wasn't that they just took threes to take them where they just had a night where they were just making shots that were either ill-advised or low percentage. Most of their shots were within the system, after a couple of passes, through ball movement, and in rhythm. Good, clean looks in rhythm, and they made a high volume of them. It wasn't one of those nights where they made a bunch of shots just because sometimes in basketball you make a bunch of shots and it happens like that. They were good, consistent, open looks, in rhythm, and that will travel. Uh, th- that was uh, a really good sign. Again, it's just New Orleans. It's really hard to take a whole lot away uh, from this. Uh, I really like Luis Rodriguez's game. He- he's long, especially on de- uh, defense. He passed the ball well, had three steals. Uh, Crowley had three steals, and he made three three-pointers. Uh, a lot of good takeaway. I-, I don't think there's very much in terms of starting lineup or rotation that you can take away because it was New Orleans and he played a bunch of guys and they controlled the game from about five minutes in on. So it's a nice win, though. I mean, look, they look good, and that's all you can ask for in games like this is for your team to look good. So we'll see uh, tomorrow night if that continues, and then I'll be back with you tomorrow, though, uh, to do the two questions thing and, and predictions and all that for this game against A&M. So thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll talk. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.